everyone, and welcome to another fun-filled episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. Thank you so much for joining us today. Ooh, sorry. Couldn't snap out of my customer service voice. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, uh, just a little bit. Ooh, uh, a little bit more. You know that song? No, I don't. <laughs> well, then you'll never know. Yeah, you're right, because I don't want to learn. It's a good 90s song. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric. I knew it was from the oh, 90s, yeah. even without you telling me. I need me my mic adjusted. Sabrina would be like, wait, now that we live, so Eric, can you mess with my microphone, please? <laughs> I know we were sitting here for 20 minutes prior. But no. now that the mic is hot, I'd love for you to when adjust I- and possibly scratch it and create distress for our listeners. Excuse me. Ew. But, um, Sabrina, what's your customer service voice? My customer service voice is, hey, how no, are you? You're wrong already. You say, hello. That's what you say. I say hello? Yeah. I do? Mm-hmm. You go, hello. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm a friendly black person. You can trust me. <laughs> I say, hey, folks, what can I do for you today? What are we looking for? Who are we shopping for? <laughs> I say, hey, folks, you ever shopped I really say before? hello. I never even You go, that. hello. <laughs> <laughs> that's also when I'm, that's when I'm not paying attention. I'm and like, I'll, fuck, is this Barney? <laughs> you're like, welcome on in. Because we supposed to talk to people like, you're my girlfriend. And it's weird because, no, I'm not. I'm, you're not my and like, friend. I, I don't but like that's that. The, I don't my like company's people. policy. You got to be like, hey, hey, girl, welcome to my house. <laughs> you want some chips or dip? My, um, my uh, company's policy is. Or you want some is, nut? <laughs> my company's policy is. Try to find their human need by that with questions. Makes sense. Yeah, and that means if this customer is in a rush, you be in a rush. If this customer mm-hmm. is emotional, you be emotional. <laughs> if this customer so you start crying? is or just be empathetic. If this, I don't think it's vegan. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say it was she a said, vegan. What you eat? He said it's probably not for you. Meanish. <laughs> not not that. Wait, what is that? Skittles. What is it? Uh, Lifesavers. I don't think we can have it. Lifesavers? That looks delicious, though. It looks real gummy. Not interested. Well, then it's definitely probably got I know. jelly. Yep. It got that bounce back gumminess. Oh. Like if, okay, there it goes. Here's a tip. <laughs> if, um, if something like a gummy candy, like you can chew into it real easily and it's like cushiony gummy, then that means it don't have gelatin. But if it got that bounce back... Yeah. That bounce back you really want. It got is if it's delicious, <laughs> it's got gelatin that, uh, in it. But then that I bounce back. Okay, but um anyway. I'm really a fat ass. I asked for candy in the middle of the podcast. I know, and I wanted it too. I was like, can you confirm right here on that here? That shit said gelatin in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be the first it'd be like one hundred percent gelatin. Um, Solid. <laughs> so fade four. Oh, wait, our favorite for this week. I guess I should say before we just start listing names. Yeah. For celebrities we want to fight. Celebrities we want to fight. This is your idea. Famous people. Yeah. Yes, famous people, people. even characters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't think about characters. Oh, I did. That's the first thing that I thought. So, okay. A few people that is on my hit list. On my hit list. Like an on site list. Yeah, so Lee Daniels. This is very, this is very controversial because I do want to go in the film industry. But like when I hear his speaking voice, that shit sends me, and I just want to go. Your money, Damon. That shit makes me want to go clink clink. Like you should want to fight him for Damon Dash. Yeah, that too. And like he just seemed like a very sneaky person who like abuses their power. So I just want to be like, um. So another person is. Fucking Mona Scott. 
I want to fight her because she always she starting, starting stuff. stuff. Mm-hmm. And she is a liar. She's, I feel like she's like, just like, I just feel like. Everything she, wrong in the community, she's like, let's exactly. exploit it for a, a coin. Exactly. And so, she hides. Yep. Yep. So people like that, I just want to clap, clap. And so, okay. So another Ow, person. I scratch myself, sorry. Another person I want to fight is, um, ooh, Sorry. Damn, I wish I really thought of characters. Um, Taylor Swift. Wow, she's on my list too. Like, because she's somebody that, like, is just so annoying that I would be, like, waiting for I'm like, what you say? Like, every time she said, I'm like, what did you say? What made me want to fight Taylor Swift was the moment where uh, Kim, like, showed that she said, she heard Kanye rap that line in Famous. Like, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that bitch famous. <laughs> and then she tried, knowing, oh, yeah. knowing that she said that, she tried to pretend like she was a victim yeah, and I cry hate, at I the Grammys. Hate. And she never addressed that. She never addressed that. Also, That's then, crazy to like, me. And also, like, I want to fight Taylor Swift like with a ski mask over my face, right? Yeah, like, she's true. just coming from fucking Whole Foods <laughs> with some fucking asparagus. And then it's a dark alley, like, Four people line up one way. Four people line up another way. I just... I don't want to kill her or anything. I just want to whip her ass. Like, not to the point where she needs to go to hospital. Just to the point where she's a little bit scared. Right? But I don't want her to know my identity because she will press charges. Even if I don't have money, she but I would like to sue. So, the last people on my list... And I know the fandom is calling them D&D, and I forgot their real names. But the two white niggas, they're crea- the creators of Game of Thrones series. Absolutely. Danny, w- Danny Weiss and something else. Yeah, D&D. Yeah. That's what the fandom is calling them. I want to whoop both of their asses For because this. this shit, because I had somebody else on the list, but I was just thinking about it. Like, I really want to, because I was talking about it earlier with Peter, and like this shit really makes me mad. Like, Why are fan theories better than what the fuck happened? And that shit made me mad. First of all, we gonna I, get into a I, we are going to get it for a but I feel like I love a, a good villain. Cersei is a good ass fucking villain. They made her turn into a bitch, a weeble wobble, weebling bitch. Is I, she I didn't not? Want that. I wanted her to stand firm in her, her, her shit because she's somebody go, like that you stands firm in her, in her Remember shit. Remember last week I said if, if she kill herself, I'm hurting you. I would have rather her kill herself. Yeah. Than this because it don't matter. I don't how, think she did. It's still the fact that they let her character crumble like this. Exactly because she don't fold. That's the thing. The, what I like. She never mo- folded. That's the thing I mo- like most about it. Even when she, when her kids well, she's got humiliated, taken, yeah, in public, she still didn't fucking fold. And now all of a sudden she folded. <laughs> if, my thing is, you had she had to know that death was a big possibility, so she should have expected. Exactly. This, also, know? why the fuck is it's not in Daenerys' character to fucking kill everybody? She would go, the Daenerys from that we know, would go straight to the source and kill them. But Even know, though I didn't want her to kill to, Cersei. They had to rush the series so she had to become the Mad Queen. Like, why? She didn't have to become the Mad fucking Queen. Ugh. Cersei was already that. She's not even really the fucking Queen. Hello. Well, no. Wait, was that four? I do this Yeah, that's, that's four. Every week I do this. Okay. They could, they could, they're considered four. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, so... I was gonna say Rihanna for not creating music. I was gonna fight. Oh my gosh, Ima, I was gonna say the same. Thing. But I'm like, I know, I really don't want to fight Rihanna. I really no, was I know. I'm like, I know, I know, I know. Okay, so the first one is very personal, and I don't like to bring this up, but I just have to be honest. It's not necessarily a celebrity, but it's related <laughs> to celebrities, and that's whoever Jay Z was sneaking around with. Oh, true. That's a good I one. I think Eli. about that all <laughs> the fucking time. 
and they better keep her identity quiet Mm -hmm. because that's somebody I would want to fight. Not not because, you know, Jay-Z was right for doing what he did, betraying his, you know, the union he Mm -hmm. is in. But because somebody knew that Beyonce had a husband and they decided to to mingle around and probably thought, like, hmm, see, she can't even keep, like, and I just, I don't like that. Don't mm-hmm. hurt Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Don't make her cry when she's saying resentment. Because mm-hmm. as she said over and over again, you ain't even half of me. Mm-hmm. Like, not even half. Mm-hmm. That's got to hurt. Um, moving on, King Joffrey. Oh my gosh, yes. He was a horrible character. I would warm his ass up. That whole and oh I my t- God. like he's quit being a rap uh, a rapper. He quit being a uh actor actor because he felt like he was just people tied him to Joffrey too much. Damn, he quit? Yeah, he's not into it no more. He's like, no, like I don't want to do it. People he think I'm Joffrey. He played the hell out of that He character. got a real annoying face. And he I hate did. to say that because, you know, I mean, that face made a very distinctive character. I've never seen anybody look like him before Neither in my life. And That's I'm, scary. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, I definitely would want to beat his ass. Like, absolutely. He just was terrible to Sansa. He was a torturer. He was just a brat. A Beating little, up prostitutes? Uh, he, was a he like, 13. Booger. He was a booger. I couldn't stand him. Um, And uh, also, third is the barbs. <laughs> I will, oh, my God, I hate the barbs. The barbs and Team Breezy, just like, oh, my Mentally God. Ill. I would, like, like, you know how um, the Battle of Winterfell was when all those white... I feel like that's what it be, would be me, like, fighting the barbs. just like a bunch of fucking empty-minded... Sorry to all our barb listeners. I don't mean y'all specifically. I'm talking about, like, the barb barbs. Like, yeah, that are, And if you are the a barb who, barb, I'm sorry that you're dumb. I the definitely one who called me you. a fat ass. <laughs> Sorry, why do I laugh every? You just bring that up like it's because just so I was like, because I was just like, okay, like wow, these people are so hyped that they got Wi-Fi in the projects. I just was like, <laughs> <laughs> you got Wi-Fi and that's the first thing you do. I know it's called some. It's like you couldn't be fat if you wanted to because you can't afford food. <laughs> I but just it, was like, okay, damn, Iman. Sorry, I'm looking at his um, Wikipedia and it say years active to 2014. <laughs> He was like, I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, And finally, it's Gilbert Arenas. Like, I know that sounds really, really like... He is such a troll. I don't like him. When Pistol he, whip him. I, like, you could be a troll all you want, because two of my favorite people are both trolls. That's Wendy Williams and 50 Cent. But 50 Cent I, was on my list, but I took it off because I can't back that up. Like, yeah. when, once once Black Girl Brunch gets there, I don't want him to be like, oh, so you said you want to... And then he, next thing you know... I can't some, get on power. Or well, Power, I think, is about to be over. He gonna get on something. He but, him and Lala about to create a new project. Oh, cool. But I feel like he was sending like some big niggas to like whoop my ass. <laughs> well, I put Gilbert Arenas because he was talking about Lupita Nyong'o once, and he was saying that she don't look pretty in the face. She just got a nice body, and he looks like something that belongs under a bridge. He looks I mean, like a fucking troll. The thing so is, it's I, crazy because I, I never really see his face. He's hideous. Okay. He's hideous. There's nothing to wonder about. Take my word for it. Don't curse your eyes. Of course, you are going to. I'm just kidding. But, like, he just is a mess. And I, one thing I don't play about is people talking about, about dark-skinned women. He's like, he's like, huh? 
He looked like his name Mr. Hanky Dank. Like, I can't stand him. <laughs> he he looked like, like he stank. Yeah, like, he looked like his butt smelled like, like sweaty crack. <laughs> he dirty. Like, uh. And like you, and he also. Like he got dookie crumbles. <laughs> he definitely, here come the brand new doodle in your ear. And the thing is, Lupita Nyong'o is one of the most beautiful women on earth. But somebody who looks like that, because she's a dark skin woman, thinks that they could talk also about, about I what never about his forgot career? that. I never forgot about it. his his career is sitting on the other end of Instagram, not taking a single ad, but talking about people. I just don't like that. Like it's real, uh, 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 uh. And there's no man that has checked him yet. When he talked about Lapita, every his career should have been over. He like he really don't even have a career. Well, besides uh, being posted on the shade room, like guess what he said? Yeah, clap back. But like, um, what? anyway. Moving on into our goals for the week. What was your goal or upcoming goal that you have? Oh, was what is my upcoming goal that I have? A goal that you completed or an upcoming goal that you um, have? Well, I think my goal last week was to get my tattoo, right? Like yeah. I, I got it. Uh-huh. It's healing. Um, I Well, actually, I completed some stuff. To, I got um, my ticket for Utah. Booth. Awesome. I don't know why um, uh, Utah is not the South, but I keep on being like, <laughs> Yahoo! But um, definitely not the South. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Canada, the Airbnb is Bookington. Woot, woot. Um, that makes it real official when you got a place to lay your head. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can fly there, but it's like, okay, yeah, but that's still scary. Like, being, I don't know where I'm going to stay. Yeah, Once no. you got a place to lay your head, you oh, everything. I don't care about nothing Chef's else. Kiss. And um, so in the next few um weeks or so, I'm definitely gonna zero on in on working on um. Part of me is like, do I want to go somewhere hot? But then I know how I am. Like I'll probably be over it for like the past few days. I and I don't. And, and I'm not a resort like person. I don't like a resort. Like, I'm I don't not, like being contained. Yeah, that's what it is, Iman. I want to roam. I don't want to be like, like, oh my gosh, eight o'clock dance show, and like it's like the local yeah. like dancing of like I see no dance before, <laughs> but I never see. <laughs> Yeah, that makes me real like, sad. Me too. That and makes like, me real sad because yeah. I picture like the floor, like the towels, and on the also floor. I'm thinking about how much they get paid, and I'm just like, oh, my trip is ruined because yeah. I'm depressed. <laughs> but um, so long story short, yeah, maybe I should just keep on going to London. <laughs> I was Absolutely. like, because I was like, should I go somewhere? <laughs> you could definitely but, have fun. But like again, I don't want to zip line with the, uh, the entire. Hotel. Like I just don't want to do that. Yeah, like, I don't want to do stuff with other people like no, that. Uh, and I don't like. I want to see families. Exactly, my and I don't like being like, oh, we gotta be here at five o'clock, like do that. And I'm like, no, I don't want. It's itinerary. my vacation. I don't want to. If I want to have one day where I just want to lay in a hotel in London, yeah, absolutely, do it. And fucking like go to a cafe and just sip on some fucking tea and crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely go eat like tons of crumpets. Oh, I'm gonna crimp. I'm gonna fucking crimp. Crown, take it on down. I put you crumped in to eat crumpets. <laughs> oh, of course. I got With to. crumpets. Oh, I said the American <laughs> way. Did you hear what I said? With crumpets? You <laughs> big ears? <laughs> he got this little ass teacup. Yeah, he but anyway, says, uh. <laughs> Eating crumpets. With crumpets. Getting crunk with crumpets. <laughs> Immature, yo. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I feel like the New York will get in the country because of that joke that I made. I'm so sorry. You I feel like mean. the British they too strict. They're like, no, 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 no. You're being very naughty. You, you're being a fool. It's like, damn, can't do shit in this country. Oh 
Strict as shit. Also, Black Girl Brunch listeners, I'm telling everybody, please remind me to get, get my passport. I have it locked up in the safe. <laughs> I know. I'm getting I so... Told, er, er, I, I, ca- I called my mom. I mean, I told my mom. My mom is annoying, so she will definitely... She I said, remind me on Monday. And look at her eyes <laughs> when I told her, remind me on Monday. She said, Monday night. I said, yeah. Her eyes look like an alarm clock. You know those old signals where it's like, beep, 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 beep. It's like, hello, I'm coming, calling in. Beep, beep. I feel like her mom was like, reminds me. She gonna be thinking about that from now until Monday. <laughs> she gonna go to sleep. She gonna be staring. Like, reminds me. Your mom, please. She's rich. She's Remember like, that time I told, asked her to watch my car? <laughs> and she was like staring at it. I was like, oh, not that hard. I didn't mean to like take your She's whole, really good. She's like, I would definitely move that car if I was you. Because I've been seeing them. They starting to roam around. I was like, oh, okay. She's definitely a good reminder. So, yeah, Black Girl Brunch listeners, everybody, remind me to get my pants. Because I said, like I said on Twitter, I would really rock in that bitch like, it's Gerard Avenue. They're like, you can't come in the country. Oh, my God. Oh, shit, my goal. Really quick. Um, this is very, we haven't even gotten to the topics. We've just been <laughs> talking trash. Yeah, okay. love it, though. Yeah, absolutely. So my goal is to connect with more Philly creatives, right? And I'm actually, like, I took a step today to make that goal come and true. I'm very, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Because you know it's, it's hard for me to, like, talk to people. And, like, <laughs> I'm about to say, bitch, me too. <laughs> that's why the podcast works, because it's just us talking to each other and people are listening. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But most people like it. Thank you guys again. But anyway, I want to connect with Philly creatives. And you know what? We're making our first big um, connection of the year. We're going to partner uh, and be part of the late night brunch. So everybody know about the Roots Picnic. Mm -hmm. Big, big, big deal. Big, Mm -hmm. big, big show is getting bigger every year. Well, this is like pretty much like kind of like the after party for, you know, the Roots Picnic. So if you're not from Philly and you're going... Hit us up. Make sure you come to the um the brunch afterwards. If you are from Philly and you're going, make sure you come to the brunch afterwards. If you are from Philly, you're not going to the Roots Picnic. Maybe you got to work like me. But listen, come afterwards because this doesn't start until 10 o'clock. It's from 10 o'clock to 2 a.m. on May 31st. That's a Saturday. Again, after the Roots Picnic at James uh, Restaurant and Bar. So we're going to post the link on on our Black Girl Brunch page. So by the time y'all hear this tomorrow, mm-hmm. you'll see it in our story. Yep. You'll see it in our Instagram feed. And you'll know. To, and on our Twitter. Yeah, on our Twitter. You'll know to follow. Um, his name is, give me one second, E-D-B-R-W-N-J-R. I can't pronounce it. It's on Instagram and Twitter. So give him a follow if you want to, like, uh, see his page because he's the organizer of the event but it sounds really cool like I'm excited because you know it's black girl brunch so this is going to be the late night brunch series they're going to have mimosas bellinis like an exclusive brunch menu and they have a soundtrack by like a bunch of really cool DJs so RSVP now and that's how you get to reduce admissions and then you know you don't got to be like everybody else possibly paying later but just RSVP and like I said hit us up if you have any more questions we'll definitely answer for you because we you know it's brunch. That's what we know best. All right. Toast for assist. We're going to keep it quick because we took, like, a very long time at this intro. It's almost 20 minutes. Uh, Lizzo. We're toasting to Lizzo. She is just, I mean, she's doing it's not one thing. particular thing that she's done recently. She's just existing. She's just existing. She's doing everything. And also, you know, Lizzo's in her 30s, and that makes me very happy to see people like Lizzo, Issa Rae, just mm-hmm. really, really doing what needs to be done, not in their 20s. Because as I'm approaching my, even Fran and Crystal, too, like, mm-hmm. you know, two really big podcasters, it's important to see that, you know, sometimes success is 
three months, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes success is eight years. Mm -hmm. And Lizzo has been working for so long Mm -hmm. and putting out quality work. It's not like, oh, she just hit her stride. No, she's been putting out quality work for years. But because of her consistency, everybody else is starting to like kind of peep and really, really, really lift her up. So I'm just so happy for her. I'm happy that she was able to get where she is without compromising anything, without losing weight, without getting surged up Mm -hmm. and without uh, being quiet. Yeah, and she's sexy and she's loud. She's so sexy and so beautiful. And like I just obviously like it's a shame that when you're a bigger person, you have to always be like, yes, like she made it as a big girl cuz I try not to bring people's weight up all the time because the norm isn't to be thin. So when you aren't thin, people shouldn't talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. But I can't deny how good I feel seeing somebody who is not thin rocking out. Just rocking out. And she's, like, not scared to move her body. And it's like she doesn't... Because even me, like, sometimes I get, like, scared to do certain things. Yeah. Because I'm, like, not skinny. But she, like, doesn't care. And I'm just so excited for what else she's going to, like, bring to us next. Like, it's certain people that I get butterflies in my stomach. Because I'm like, I hope that we can align with them one day. And Lizzo is somebody that I feel like I look up to. And I just pray that we actually... How about this? We will Period. one day actually get a chance to like just have her on the show. It's just like certain people, it's just like the weird black girls, like Tierra Whack, Lizzo, freaking Rico Nasty. Like they really, really, really light something up inside of me. I just get so happy when I see them doing their thing. So shouts to Shouts to Lizzo. All right, tea time. Let's talk about Game of Thrones. And like, honestly, this episode really pissed me off. It was the worst thing it, I've ever it was, seen. It was definitely not. Like, this season is very sad because, you know, they got one episode to make this all better. And it's not going to happen. There, At this point, I've made peace with the fact that, you know what, I'm just happy it's ending. Because they really needed, like, two to three more seasons for this to play out the right way. Yeah. They really did. But for whatever reason, mostly the actors wanting to move on to different projects, that didn't happen. I just felt like they spent a lot of time on a lot of shitty things. Like, <laughs> this episode was so much fire breathing. Why do we need to see all that? Yeah, it's like, and then we got a break from it. The bells, bing, 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 and then, oh, fire again. I'm like, that does nothing for me. Like, these really long, drawn-out battle scenes do do nothing for me. Like, I think Game of Thrones, like, uh, creators think that we're, like, little boys. You know how little boys see something blow up, but they be like, awesome. Yeah, because that's why somebody was like, was this episode directed by Michael Bay? <laughs> awesome. Like, and I'm like, that was some Michael Bay shit. Like, just destruction and mayhem and, like, Think about the most impactful Game of Thrones, like, battle scenes. They all ended in, like, five minutes. Like, the Red Wedding. <laughs> that shit The was, Red ooh. Wedding, Ned Stark's death, Brienne versus the Hound, all very quick, like, you, they were moments. You don't have to make these long, drawn-out scenes. Like, okay, Danny went nuts. Yeah, but that why did it have to be four? That was 45 minutes. Like, 45 minutes of her going nuts. They wasted so much time. We have one more episode left. It's like one. they just have no concept of time. But also, where is the Iron Throne at? Did that get burnt, too? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was like the whole show has been based around this, and the pacing for her to become this mad doesn't make any fucking sense. It don't make like, any sense. Like, she was like, I don't know any love here. First of all, Danny, all you do is conquer new places. 
that where people don't love you. Like even if they don't, if they don't love you right away, they love you eventually. So you should know better than anybody else. Like it and just you don't have make sense. Your, you have your click with you. So the why character are you just don't make no sense. Yeah, to me. It, it definitely. Don't make no sense. And also, and I don't like that they did that to such a strong, powerful like character. Exactly. And then some people are like, oh, like it was like this picture, and it was like, and they asked why you you went crazy. Like they showing like you know, seeing Jorah did and Masande and then her dragon and stuff. But even still, to take that out on like innocent children people, and and like I was listening to the podcast, my favorite Game of Thrones podcast. It's called Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. I thought she was going. Wait, I had to listen to see what they thought about today's episode. I had, I mean, last night's episode or Sunday's episode. I had to hear how they, because I'm like, they're going to be pissed. So I listened to it because I I wanted to wait until the season was over so then I can have something. I'm going to say, hey, I was going to (laughs) listen. You still can because I started from this episode. Actually, I listened to season one too. But anyway, that was at work earlier. I started listening to this one. You fucking liar, man. Anyway, um... They were just like, what the fuck? Like, it don't make sense. The pacing does not make sense. And yeah. The, But, oh, yeah, one of the characters, one of the uh, hosts was saying, uh, Ross was saying that they kept zooming in on women and children. Like, yeah. this episode, you saw so many more women and children than usual. And that was kind of getting me worried from the jump. Like, if God, I hope they ring the bells. If not, look at all these women and children that are going to die. Yeah. Like, I noticed more women and children. Like, my heart was there. And then Danny looking like a crackhead <laughs> did it anyway. And Varys, like, I know Varys had to die. Like, what he did was treason. Absolutely. Because not only yeah. did he just know a secret, he tried to poison her. Did you you caught that, right? No, I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it at first either. So remember that little bird, the little girl named Martha? Yeah. She came in and she said, she won't eat. She won't eat. And they're watching me. And then Vera said, we'll try again at supper. So he was trying to poison her <laughs> by trying to get that little girl who worked in the kitchen to put some of her food. But Danny wasn't eating. And then he sent like a hundred notes out, a <laughs> hundred fucking ratings, telling people the tea. So he did all this, and he came up to John like, yeah, pretty much. I know the secret. Knowing John is like, she's my queen. Yeah. And he he knew he's gonna die. Niggas start taking his rings off when he heard the soldiers <laughs> coming. He knew it. Yeah. I felt so terrible though watching him die because he was the only person in all of the seven kingdoms who just wanted the right thing for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was selfless, like completely selfless. And I feel like if I was a Game of Thrones character, <laughs> I'd one hundred percent to him. I would have just knew all the tea. I'd have had long sleeves all the time. I'd have been clever as shit, and I would have just moved with whichever team I thought was the best. <laughs> because you gotta play your cards right. I mean, he died, but he died. On some G shit, I guarantee you he ain't feel nothing. Yeah. Guarantee you. He just was like, oh shit, I expect a dragon here. But he's mm-hmm. like, okay, gotta go somehow. Um, And he just, he didn't cry, he didn't beg, he didn't do anything. He just stood there. Because he knew. That's real G and shit. And he said, I, I sure hope I'm wrong. And he wasn't wrong. Ugh. He was not wrong. Chills. He wasn't wrong. Oh, God. The hound. Oh, my God. That was crazy. He lived to kill his brother. <laughs> he literally lives. He was giggling when he got his fucking eyes smashed. When I, at first I thought, oh, it could be a possibility. But when I saw his eyes get smashed, I said, oh, he's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you, if anybody ever take their fucking thumbs and, like, squeeze my head like that, I'm like, just kill me already. <laughs> 
That shit <laughs> was like also like as everybody know, definitely Cersei have to like gang gang and that like I said earlier, just that shit hurt it. Like seeing her bitch out like that, like yeah. that but shit ain't make no sense. The funniest thing she did in that episode was, was when what, she was like, away. not only that, but even before that, what's the guy name? His name was like Shoulders. Sly. Yeah, Mr. Shoulders. So his <laughs> name was like siren or something dumb like that but mr mr collarbone he was like the red cape is something Euron's boats the fleet is something all of them are destroyed and seriously was in denial like we killed one of the dragons we'll kill another i was like yes. Euron won't stop it he's like she's he's like your grace they've been burnt she's looking like that like wig was that. getting drier and drier. And that's with another the word. thing that made me mad too. I'm like, we got fucking dragons, but y'all could, her hair couldn't grow in two seasons. <laughs> like, I think that she started to embrace the bowl cut. Did not like it. I hated it, but I think Cersei wanted to. Because I, I was, think this it was her attempt to be a little bit more masculine, too. Probably true. Because I was just looking at like old pictures of her when her hair Beautiful. was like. I was like, what the fuck? Like Beautiful. I missed this. I remember. <laughs> I thought she was so. I mean, I still think she's hot just because she's a pretty woman. But yeah, she is. like. Back then, I'm like, wow, what a beautiful queen. Then after that fucking bowl cut, I'm like, come on. You want to be John Lennon so bad. Like, it's not happening. Fucking man dark looking ass. Like, cut that bowl cut down. Like, I between her and Bran's hair. But, like, Bran hair makes sense because he's somebody that's like, I'm, I'm going now. You don't think, you don't expect a weird nigga to say, to, have, to be stylish. Yeah. But you're supposed to be a bad bitch. Like, you need to have better hair. Like, that. at least add some layers to that pixie cut. Like, Go Rosemary's baby. Right? And also, um, her saying to Jamie, you're bleeding, but you sent somebody to kill him. Then, <laughs> Jamie, like, I thought, also, Arya went, go through this this fucking, the whole season, she, you know, she could do the thing when she changed her face. Never see that shit again. It hasn't, it hasn't happened once this season. Are you kidding me? If any season was a time to bring it back, Switch it would be your this. fucking face. I could be not now. believe, I could not believe it. The fact that she, her, she didn't change her face to Jamie face. First of all, was she, I thought seriously, what she really should have did was as soon as I would have found out that my brother or my, my cousin is a rightful heir to the throne, I'm like, oh, he probably can control those dragons. So if I kill Khaleesi, then he could just take over the dragon. We could, like, beat out Cersei that way. Yeah. So what I would have did is I would have switched my face to fucking, just like, John, Tyrion or oh, something, Tyrion. jumped on Khaleesi's shoulders, <laughs> kill her, then took her face and went to Grey Worm, fucking kill him, then took Grey Worm face and kill Masande. <laughs> I would have been like, I would have took her whole click out, then I would have just kept pretending I was Khaleesi to get the Dothraki to do what I want to do, yep. lead them to their death, or convince them to kill Cersei with me before I killed them mm-hmm. or burnt them with the dragons, and that's how I would have done it. Yeah. Period. True. And I would have just keep pretending I'm different people to all these Exactly, folks. like, why, like, all that fucking training... Just to do it once and never again? Something ain't Faceless it, guy is turning in his... Oh, he died? No. He's turning in his fucking robe right now. He that definitely was, that is. That's so He's fucking like, dumb. And also, like, a girl has no face. <laughs> and it also is making me mad, like, how they, like, John, making him such a bitch. And I'm like, if any, if there was any season for him to get, like, <laughs> it would be this season. <laughs> yeah, because Grey Worm sure did. He said, Grey Worm looked, he really said, stop. And Grey Worm was like, 
No. Bitch, you don't run the show. Also, like, I, that's why I'm so happy we don't got kings and queens because they'd be like, she's my queen. I'm a, I don't got that type of loyalty to nobody. Neither do I. Especially when you, Beyonce. When you, true. She ain't gonna make me do that. Exactly. When you start doing dumb shit, I can't be like, excuse it. Yeah, like, like I have to, you you dare dishonor your queen. Yeah, I do. Because I'm like, yeah, bitch, I the fuck do. Like, she acted fucking you're, crazy. You're, I don't have to do everything you want. Like, my thought, that's not how the brain works. Like, yeah, that shit is dumb. Like, <sighs> even though, like, it's just so, I just cannot, I I know they was in a rush, but this shit is just yeah. And the crazy. mountain looked like a fucking swollen Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin. Like it's just ah. I, I mean, he was definitely scarier than the Night King to me, though. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. He, was. he just looked frightening. Yeah. And the fact that he just wouldn't listen to Cersei, he wanted revenge too. They him and a hound really hate. Imagine hating your own brother like that your whole That's life. Great. And they two big ass niggas. I know, but the hound kind of like. I, I need to see had, how tall the mountain was. I definitely had a crush on the hound. Like. I don't know if I like talked about this, but like my crushes in Game of Thrones are the Hound, Jorah, and the original Dario. Actually, both Dario's. When I think about it, they both were pretty fine. Everybody know mine, but um, the Hound definitely is. Um, sorry, I literally That's, typed in the mountain like Google was going up. Like, <laughs> when the Hound like um rejected those prostitutes, I'm like, guess because he's loyal to me. That's how I felt. True. Wait, three different, two different. No, three different people played the mountain? Yeah, because the original mountain was one man. And then I guess when he had oh, that he mask on, oh, it was two true. different people. True. But yeah, so Game of Thrones was great. Uh, expect Ugh. us to complain next week. You ever seen that girl <laughs> like, what am I doing? I'm complaining. Yes, I'm complaining. That's how I feel every time we talk about that girl. <laughs> every time we talk about Game of Thrones. Sorry. Okay, so Rihanna. <laughs> man, oh, man. We love Rihanna, right? So Rihanna becomes the first woman to create an original fashion line with LVMH, Louis Vuitton, okay? Wait, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Okay, it's, gosh. Um, it's a, it's a, yeah. I said, it's a, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, LVMH. It's Monet Hennessy Louis Vuitton. That's what it stands for if anybody was interested. Louis Vuitton, Monet, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Every actor that played the mountain was seven one. How do you find three what? niggas? How do you find three niggas that's seven feet one inch? Because if there is, <laughs> if there's a such thing as a methodology to find niggas that's seven one, send that shit to me so I can find it. Because I'm trying to how pee. how <laughs> how how y'all find seven one niggas when I can barely find one that's six one. Three of them. How I would like to see it. <laughs> I would like to see it. I'm sorry to interrupt you for that, but that was just fucking crazy. Oh, sorry. I just pictured me wrapping my... You remember how Drogheim came from behind uh, <laughs> Khaleesi? I pictured my legs coming from behind them, like wrapping around their legs. <laughs> I'm a Dracarys. Dracarys is pussy. Sabria, <laughs> come on. I was just thinking like fun That's going on the t-shirt. <laughs> yes. Y'all, let us hit us up if you want Dracarys this pussy on a t-shirt, <laughs> on a crop top. Because we can do We got the tools. Um, Back to Rihanna. I feel like Rihanna would appreciate that joke. She would have appreciated you, us interrupting for that joke. True. But um, Rihanna is making history again. It's not the first black woman, but it's just the first woman, period, to own her own like brand, luxury, luxury. brand. Luxury. Like, oh, my God. I get so excited because somebody said this on Twitter. Man, she about to make a lot. She about to move a lot of black people up and open mm. doors for them because it's I'm like. I'm getting a job. <laughs> mm. Mm. 
I'm working for Rihanna. <laughs> I feel like it's so hard to get jobs within luxury, but I can. You can only imagine that at the top is even harder. And like, think about all the like blacks that we can name within that world. I really only think about two, and I think about Virgil, and I think about what's the guy's name? Uh, it's like Andre. Oh, um, Vogue. Andre yes. uh, Ta- uh, Leon Tali. And I don't think of too many other people. Yeah. Like if Kurt- oh, the, um, what the fuck is his name? I forgot. He's a photographer for Vogue, but he's not like in exactly. Fashion. Exactly. So like, I just, you know, we have all these other people that we can just kind of name off the top of our heads, like Anna Wintour and just... Everybody, yes, I just want to create she, more. I want. I know what Rihanna is going to do. Like she, every time she opens a door for herself, she like lets a bunch of us in after her. So I'm this so is happy. So exciting. It's this so exciting, is, but it's also sad because you know it probably means a pushback on music and the tour. Like I'm just scared. Like how can one woman do all this? And like someone else on Twitter said, it seems like she's doing everything Kanye West that people wouldn't allow him to do, just with less drama. I hate to compare people like that, but sometimes you can just shut the fuck up and do it. Exactly. Sometimes that's what it boils down to. I am so... I'm also thinking about Rihanna's dad seething because he... You ain't getting no money. Oh, yeah, because he tried to, like... uh, (laughs) He tried to... Stop dancing like that. I wish y'all could see him. You was dancing like Terry Crews from White Chicks. <laughs> That's how I feel because like he probably like so because she about to fenty the fucking house down. He's not getting and all he fucking wa- nickel. He wanted to sell sell like a, a Iron Dawn t shirt <laughs> with the word fenty on it. It's like nah, bro. The dream is bigger than that. <laughs> it's a lot bigger than that. Like and like I know like she um is probably done <laughs> that's fine like i guess i'll put auntie on again <laughs> i will say me for the next 10 years come here <laughs> you better desperado <laughs> the nino oh my but you be doing a ponytail yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did for like beyonce when uh, she did the everybody mad dance <laughs> every song though <laughs> But it's definitely okay. It's fine. Um, I mean, it's gonna have to be I'm fine. There, it is, but I'm so excited because I just was looking at the um, the brands that are like under. It's like Gucci, Chanel, Louis Vuitton. I know um, Hermes. Well, Hermes. Yeah. Like it's just so cool that she is gonna be like a house like under that nigga ask. And nigga, also, like I'm thinking about like me. I feel like she's also gonna like be size inclusive too. Oh yeah, absolutely. So like I definitely um have to start saving money um because yeah. y'all not gonna catch me out here not wearing fucking my fancy head to the socks like. I'm gonna be in that shit, period. I can't I can't wait. Like I'm just really excited. Like for this. I'm not I'm going I can't for like wait a, for people to have Fenty gowns on the red carpet. Like I'm wearing Fenty today. What are you wearing? Oh, mm, tired ass. <laughs> okay, I get you. I get it. I get it. Exactly. Like I cannot wait to just be like Fenty head to toe, like wearing like Fenty sneakers, like Fenty people. face. Exactly. And like, sitting in I'm, my Fenty gardening chair under my on my Fenty porch. Like it's gonna be amazing. On my Fenty iPhone, like I Yeah, just drinking my Fenty water. From the Fenty River. I can't wait. I'm mm-hmm. excited. So I don't even think I told you this, but now, now it's gonna be funny. You're hearing your reaction. So Tiffany Haddish is set to be the new host of Kids <laughs> Say the Darnest Things. What? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> She's like, you 
And you know what I said? <laughs> fried chicken. <laughs> fried chicken and watermelon you and food gonna, stamps. <laughs> you gonna grow up to be a jigaboo like me. <laughs> Porch monkeys. <laughs> now, the thing is, all right, now I can be a host of something because I she always... inappropriate. Yeah. yeah she's you very, always feel... Yeah, I feel that way too sometimes, like, because we make so many sex jokes and just because we just, you know, are inappropriate. I'm like, but I also really love, like, cartoons and kid things like will I ever be at a crossover but I feel like if Eddie Murphy could be Donkey from Shrek then we can do things too but like I just felt like I don't know Tiffany Haddish is like funny but I don't see her interacting with kids well like I know that sounds crazy I just don't see it but what again I don't stop anyone from getting their bag do it like as much as I can't stand Steve Harvey I felt like I feel like he would have been a better pick to like I feel like he would have been better he got like pop Sometimes it's bad. He got <laughs> pop pop of vibes. He do. She got the she that type of auntie where even when you were a kid, you know you're not supposed to listen to anything she says. <laughs> yeah. She like you want to keep a man, you gotta drop it like a you gotta drop it like your auntie tip. <laughs> yep. You like but you. Still... She like you see this lollipop, you lick it like this. <laughs> I keep your man. <laughs> you be like but you still don't have a man. Yeah. But, okay, I guess. She definitely gives me um, wrong auntie uh, vibes. Yeah. She be like, mm, girl, don't use some condoms. Can you a yeast infection? <laughs> Have you a baby? You be like, no. I don't want to. <laughs> Again, if you get an abortion in one week, it's only 170. <laughs> Hello? You like, that's very traumatizing <laughs> for you to even like, talk about like that. Yeah. Like, no why thanks. are you joking about that? <laughs> yeah, okay. No um. <laughs> Okay, I guess she does all. That's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. Okay, uh, Kylie Cosmetics. So people were getting mad at Kylie Jenner because <laughs> she's going to have to. <laughs> we laugh at because she's just dumb as shit. Like, I just think about the commercial. Was like, she was su- saying everything with such conviction. Like, yeah, like I put like rocks on my face. And like, that's why my skin feels like good. Oh my God. So. Uh, I'm sorry. So <laughs> I, I just keep I just keep like saying I'm sorry because I can't believe this. So Kylie uh, is releasing a skincare line. Shouts to uh, Cozy Girlfriend, aka Sierra, for sending me this too because I was like thinking about like adding this to outline, but I didn't know what you would think. And then she sent it to it, and I was like, yeah, what do you think? And she did. She's creating a skincare line. Everything's supposed to be affordable, but one of the products that she has is a walnut scrub. First of all, certain skincare like I don't trust if it's a certain amount of money because I'm like, why would I put something on my face like? Yeah. Because if you charging me $20, chances are the ingredient quality is probably worth like $10. Yeah, true. So because you got to size it up. Yeah, you got to size it up to make a profit. Um, What's in this? That, and if it's so cheap, I might as well go in the kitchen and make it then, if yeah. that's the case. Like, I do believe in luxury skincare. But she has a walnut scrub, which I won't be using because I can't. Yeah, I was thinking about, oh, my gosh. Also thinking about people who are, like, obsessed with Kylie Jenner who are allergic to the walnuts. And I'm like, I should be fine. Ugh. Can't yes. wait to see those pictures on Instagram. Oh, my God. But walnut scrub, it's, like, similar to, like, the St. Ives uh, scrub. And I actually got this information from Hoss Urban, H-A-U-S-U-R-B-A-N, on uh, Twitter. He was just talking about how, actually, every esthetician on Twitter was just talking about how 
like really, really harsh scrubs for your face, like St. Ives, Walnut Scrubs, they really fuck with your skin barrier and it like really scratches your skin. So it's the illusion that you're getting a dead skin off, but you're actually fucking with your skin's barrier. And once you fuck with your skin barrier, you allow the good things to go out and the bad things to come in. That's the key to healthy skin is just a strong skin barrier. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't like that she's selling this and it's not quality and these teenagers are going to be like, oh, this is in my price range. Let me get it. And mm-hmm. it will not be great. They better all get getting some brown sugar, rubbing it on their exactly. face. Exactly. Like, really. Because that shit is so fucking harsh. Because I remember, this is obviously before I knew all that, when I was younger, I used St. Ives, and I just was yeah, like, that shit sense. greeny as you, fuck. I would use that on my feet. I would yeah, use that on I my never, face. I never used, I think I, I like tried it on my face, and I felt like raw, like scratchy. Yeah. And I was like, uh, Exactly. So it's just like that shit literally feel like you go outside and just rub your skin on a brick. And at this point, like a lot of people don't know this, but they're actually better off using pills. Like if you use like an enzyme pill or like a um like Sunday Riley has like a lactic acid treatment. It sound that sounds intense, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually a lot more gentle than a scrub because scrubs are just intense. A lot of people get red. Like the pills, they gently eat away at the dead skin as you sleep or whatever the case. You just have to be sensitive going into summer. I just kind of want pe- a lot of people beg for scrubs and unless you're using a scrub that's like a micronized shell or apricot or something really really kind of like salt it's your face yeah it's gotta be even I'm not even uh, I be doing everything wrong with my face and even I fucking know that that scrub shit I do not fuck around with cause if I do it's a scrub that I do use in my face from Lush that is soft as fuck you don't even know it's a scrub yeah that's how it should be if it's for your face like yeah. sometimes like I feel like the scrub I'm using from my job is enough and then I'm like oh it's for my face and a lot of people with large pores if you use something like a walnut scrub the little pieces of particle whatever it is can really really just sit into the grooves of your pores stretch them out more mm-hmm. now I don't know about you but as a person with semi-large pores that sounds like a fucking nightmare that sounds horrible. do not make my pores larger like That's scary I, like pores are already genetic but you don't have to make it worse yeah so uh Oh, my God. And I think we have one more story for tea time. Oh, it's that James Charles situation, which we do, <laughs> we do not have to spend a long time talking about it. But I'm like, honestly, I thought the whole thing was funny. Obviously not the part <laughs> about him making somebody feel uncomfortable. Yeah, obviously and not. obviously not the part about him being like, you know, problematic in the sense where he can be transphobic, a little bit racist. But with this little boy being 19 years old and so annoying and there's so, it's like such a high volume of people as annoying as he is, I really never pay him any attention. Yeah, and also like it's funny to me like how mad he makes people. <laughs> so that's why it's just like it's just so funny. And also sometimes I like to watch cringeworthy things. But <laughs> so that's why pro- I love TikTok. But from the privacy of my own home. Yeah. But like, I don't want to see you do something And like sometimes I just want to laugh. Like, I don't feel like the fucking discourse. People are like, well, this is hell. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to fucking laugh. Can a bitch laugh in 2019? Can I fucking giggle? The but actually giggling leads to a large problematic. You be like, God, the fuck? and I'm like, I am quit? a very, I'm not, I'm past liberal. I'm very open. Person. It's some stuff that I'm just like, this is not funny. But I'm like, this fucking nigga playing in makeup like that. Hit, and who like fuck it? First of all, the funniest fucking thing is when somebody was like, he he DM'd them was like, you're so pretty, like you know, and they had a makeup look, and he took the makeup look and didn't get no credit. I'm sorry, that shit was so fucking funny. I was laughing at his face, like I think he's picture. evil. He's so evil in this, but he's it's like. 
I think he's evil, but I also think that he's so Dumb. by hating y'all give him so much power <laughs> that he don't need to have. And I think that I said this earlier um, to my friend that I feel like some people hate him because they want to be him. Absolutely, they're mad because he was the. I mean, it is funny. He was the one that was invited to the Met Gala, <laughs> like all the influencers in the world, and it and was he, him. And that, he, and he looked, looked terrible. Dumb. And but that's, that's funny as <laughs> shit to me. Like that's so funny that he just keep popping up, annoying everybody, and he's so cringeworthy and confident, and he never addresses how the haters. He never, and that drives haters crazy. <laughs> and it's it's just I don't know. It's funny to me. Like, me and Sabrina do this all the time. So honorable mention. The video where he was like, W is for womp, 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 womp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, how that's not funny? That shit is hilarious. But like, hi, sisters. Today I'm joining you all. Hi, everyone. And, and, when, and he oh. was charging like $7,000 for his tickets. What the fucking pigeon told his fucking break? That shit looked like, <laughs> it looked like when you with your cousins in the basement and like, you just like want to have fun. He was like, hey, everyone, like, I'm really, really working hard to make this affordable for you. I just have to really pay my team. Oh, also, and I'm like, what the fuck you need? a team for you might as well get in a fucking buggy and go from city to city also (laughs) the thing said it said no infants (laughs) like it's just it's funny because y'all build these people up everybody complain about him yet he rich something's not it's what's not clicking what's not clicking it's hilarious to me but anyway also i think it's it's so funny to me because everybody's wrong in the situation. <laughs> and everybody, everybody's fucking wrong. Yeah. And like so. people are like, oh, Tachi served him by sister. And it's like, first of all, the bitch old as shit. Yeah, and like, why? let's just what start the from fuck? the beginning. Let's She's start from the beginning. She's old as fucking shit. What, what the fuck I look like beefing with a 19 year old? But our audience don't, just in case they live under a rock, right? Some of y'all may not know what the hell we talking about. James yeah. Charles is a YouTuber. Okay. Yeah. He recently got into a feud with another YouTuber, damn near 20 years older than him. Yeah. Her name is Tati. And I mean, I didn't know that they, I guess, like shit was tense on the YouTube verse. And didn't she, know because I only watch black YouTubers. Me too. And I ain't feel shit. I ain't feel no tension. But she had to address it because if she didn't, her fans would be. Very upset. So she did. And she named the video by sister because <laughs> James Charles is known for saying, Hey sisters, at the beginning of his video, which is obvious like which is funny because like obviously that's a little bit of cultural appropriation that he's known for saying, Hey sisters, but and then, oh, you can have it. You are you, you can sisters have hey sisters. ER. But she named the video by sister and like that was like such a Taylor Swift diss. Like every the, It was and it's like you're a thirty seven year old woman. She's fucking 37 with crow's feet (laughs) (laughs) and what really tipped her over you know in this 40 fucking something minute video she starts talking about how you know he's just been this has been a long time coming and he was talking about sucking dick at the table with (laughs) with her parents for her birthday which she sounds fun to me but it was a straight boy and she made he made the straight boy uncomfortable now listen I'm very like Sabrina and I said we're very serious about consent and I just but sometimes I just don't buy it when straight men try to pretend like gay men make them so uncomfortable. I'm not going to say that no straight gay man has the potential to ever make a straight guy uncomfortable. I just think that people are so thirsty today to try to be like, this is reverse homophobia. This is reverse racism that they don't take it serious in themselves and they use it as a way to just be exploitive. Like, oh my God, if this 19-year-old little boy was like, oh my God, I think the waiter's so hot and the waiter was straight, 
I, I mean, I don't know the whole story. I don't think that that's that big of a deal. Is I really don't. Also, like, what's his safety really threatened? Also, like, he, okay, like somebody said on Twitter, uh, on Twitter, like, okay, you, he was a predator, but you held this a secret. You held that a secret. It's so a, until he fucking was he using other vibes. Yeah, it stuck with your coin. Yeah, so, like, okay, the consent thing. Whatever, whatever, whatever. I wasn't there. I don't know the situation. And if, like you said, he was entirely in the wrong, you still set on that information and stay friends with him. And was talking about how you supposed to be such a mentor. But he said that he couldn't endorse her vitamins because, like, his following couldn't take them. Oh, excuse me. And then he went and endorsed other vitamins. So she got mad, like, oh, damn, you supposed to be my friend. Why you ain't endorsing them vitamins? I'm not going to say that that wouldn't have made me mad, but that wouldn't have been the thing that fucked me up. What would have fucked me up is if I thought I had a friend who was a predator. Exactly. <laughs> that would have been it. I wouldn't have waited. The vitamin thing would have been the least of my concerns. Exactly. Like, that's corny, but still. Also, you're supposed to be a mentor. You're a grown-up. You pull this person to the side and tell them, you know, seriously, this is not cool. You need to stop this. Or cut. Because, but she said uh, she tried to do that, so just cut no, them you, off. You, yeah, I was about to say. And I, don't, and I don't believe she tried to do that and it's like you just gave but the thing I don't really like is that you gave homophobes a bunch of material exactly you gave them a bunch of material it's because not because we don't even know the situations exactly. but she really making it like he's just this big predator and he's such a big creep to straight men straight men are the victims here they can be absolutely exactly. but I don't I have and a hard also, time believing that they were y'all wasn't so y'all excuse him saying oh I'm not all the way gay because I like trans men y'all exclu- exclude excuse the casual transphobia excused him saying you know the thing about Africa um, but this is where everybody's like yeah bye sister and I'm like exactly exactly I mean even like he said that stuff and I just was like it's just I feel like with racism it's so draining that it's like you really sometimes have to pick the stuff that you like get about and from and I'm who like, I don't really <laughs> feel that that much anger when a 19 year old says something because I know when I was 19 I could have said something accidentally I had to delete my whole Twitter that's how bad me too we both did we had had to delete delete two Twitters yeah because it was just that (laughs) That bad bad. so I'm like I don't it's never okay but like honestly nothing he I've never heard anything he said that really sent me that much now Jeffree Star I have and this girl Tati is also friends with Jeffree Star because Jeffree Star has been a grown ass person for years he's been 40 years old yeah so (laughs) I just don't like I don't like that people surround themselves with folks that they know are problematic and it's okay until like you said they fuck with them so it's like bye girl listen I'm not saying James Charles is no saint but to come down on a 19 year old like that is just weird to me it is not just her but just like the public in general like the jokes are funny like I'm not gonna lie I pretend like they aren't but like to (laughs) be like oh finally I'm like y'all weird as shit (laughs) get a bag stop worrying about what he doing like god damn get a bag y'all really hungry as shit god it's enough like YouTube is free Get, get on there and do what he was doing like you know I mean, YouTube is free. And I definitely don't want to make fun of, like, YouTubers because I love the idea that just an everyday person could actually make some money off of their expertise. However, this is why YouTubers annoy the fuck out of me. And I only like, like, five of them. Yeah. Seriously. Because I just don't like people feeling like they're more important than they are. Yeah, and she's like, I had to address it. No, you didn't. You didn't. They love no, drama. you didn't. That's the if you would have just moved past it, this shit wouldn't have snowballed into what it is today. Exactly. Like, you, she's like, bye, sister. Like, I just hate when white women think that they nailed it. Like, just <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like you said, with the, and do something. Get some eye protein. cream. Like, come on. Bitch, get some Botox and go. That's just sit down. 
stay out the sun. Like, oh, get some SPF. Like, I don't know. Anyway, sunken place time. I don't know why I get so excited when like this <laughs> sunken place time. Like, I just really, I don't know. Like, I feel something like a jolt in my of energy in my heart. Anyway, um, so this uh, like last week. Megan Thee Stallion, she went to uh, an interview in Birmingham at a radio station called 95.7 Jams, and the DJ station host, Jermaine Funny Maine Johnson. Of course. Funny Maine. It's funny because... He not funny. Wasn't shit funny about what he <laughs> said. So, you know, it was right a few days before Mother's Day, and he decided to ask Megan Thee Stallion about, you know, her mom. He was I was wondering if you uh, were going to bring your mom with you today. I know she travels with you a lot, but she's your manager and all the good stuff for you. And your mom was in the game before you, right? Now, everybody who's anybody knows that Megan Thee Stallion is hot, but most importantly, you know her story is particularly great because her mom passed away recently and she continued to go and grow for her mom and hustle for her mom because her mom had been sick for a while and she knew it. And her mom had prepared her to like, you know, live her life. And that's what we see is her being happy, but you gotta know as being as close to her mom as what she was, shit is terrible for her. Mm -hmm. So to ask her where her mother is, you're interviewing somebody. You should know that a major, uh, you know she hot, that's why you wanted her, but you don't know that her mom recently passed away. And Megan just grabbed her chest and he goes, um, no, you don't want to talk about it? Okay, we're we're going another way. And he changed the topic, but she like literally looked like the wind was knocked out of her. So... My thing is, let me just tell you his apology. <clears throat> he goes, I know folks want to see a train wreck, but it was an honest mistake. It was already mis- a train wreck. Hello. It was an honest mistake, and I already apologized multiple times to the one person who deserved it. Sometimes you can research for hours and still miss important details, and that's what happened. I wanted to <laughs> highlight her relationship with her mother for Mother's Day and just didn't know what I didn't know. Shout out to her for finishing the interview and being a class act in spite of everything. Apologies again to Meg, her family, and her true fans. It's a, I'll take the blame for this one, but my heart was in the right place. See, listen, here's what I don't like about that apology. It should have been no but anything. I'll take the blame, but my heart was in the right. Your heart no, was not in the I'll right place. I'll take the blame. Yeah, you. Who else gonna take the fucking blame? You the one who said it. And it was your show. And you didn't do countless. You did not do research. You didn't do a countless didn't. research for hours without finding that out. That is an absolute lie. That is an absolute lie. Like, I haven't gone to Megan Thee Stallion's Wikipedia page, but I guarantee you that would come up. And more importantly, you like I said, she's hot right now. You know she's hot, but yeah. you don't know her story exactly because that's. How do you not know somebody's mother died less also, than five months ago? You like two go, months ago, maybe. You could go to her Instagram, and there's a picture of her when she was young with her mom, and the caption obviously is alluding to she passed away. And it's like not just you, but your whole team. And I know it's Birmingham. That's not a huge market. But you ain't got no assistant, no producer, no nobody who does the research. So you don't come in there with looking like an asshole. Like, seriously. And it really frustrates me because, like, we want to interview these people so bad. And we can't get a hold of them because we not we aren't, like, at the top of the food chain yeah. right now. But a lot of these people who are at the top of the fucking food chain, they take for granted. It's 
it's very few people who are great interviewers these days. And that's True. why I really they do lazy, like... A lot of them are lazy. They're lazy interviewers. They ask the same questions. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, even with the Flatbush zombies. They everybody always asking about acid. Always asking them about acid. Always Because so they mentioned that they did acid one time. And, you know, or a few times. And now that's their identity. Did you do acid? Did you do acid? Then with Megan Thee Stallion, one time she uh, had an interview and a guy was asking her if she was a curvy since she was a kid. Oh yeah, it was like, um, it was that's like, uh, small DJ Small Eyes. He's his interviews are kind of creepy. Oh excuse me, and it was just like she was on a casting couch somewhere for like an adult movie, which is fine if that's what she was doing. But that's what it seemed like, and it's just it wasn't the case. So I just get really really mad at these people who are don't ask any shitty questions because there's so many hungry people like me and you who would ask questions that people on the other end would actually want to know. And like when I want to interview somebody, I watch. Like everything, everywhere Same. they said, and I'm like, no, I want to ask you a question that those people have not asked you. And the people at home want to know. That's exactly why the only good interview right now is Narwar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, everyone be fucking dead serious. ass. He really be ass. You find out so much about people through his interviews and Loki Wendy Williams. Like she, True. she will uncover. She the fucking interview Moby today. That was very random. She will. Ent- <laughs> she she will get the dirt. But it's just like I'm so tired of it. And even Oprah's podcast, like the questions she asks like I don't think people understand what interviews are for like they're supposed to be this essence like I can watch interviews for hours me too I love and I love when you find out about something like Oprah just has this thing where it's super conversational and she'll dig and she'll dig and next thing you know somebody is sharing this really profound moment of their life and so many times those moments those little things that people share are what I find to be inspirational in my down moment Mm so the fact that you had a time to talk to Megan the Stallion mm-hmm. who is re- who really has an amazing story who's one of a kind there's nobody like her True. and you fumbled the bag like that and also you really fucking fumbled it and it makes me mad because he's not well obviously I, I, he might be well known in like Alabama but he's not like one of the big like uh, like the breakfast club and stuff like that and it's like that could be a category that we're on like people that's not that big yeah, but still have, yeah exactly <laughs> like people that's not that big but you want to give a chance and now that's gonna make people skeptical and they're and not I invested. Also, remember, not in- she um, she rapped when she said, "What the fuck did she say?" She I'm said, "Be huge." No, she said something about um, like she it's hard to get in contact with her. She's like, "I got a middleman. He got a contact." Like she was saying, yeah. like she's not easy to contact. Clearly. And I'm like, "Well, now your fucking fool is going to be even harder." Exactly, because like, how do you not bet? Like, I, I just, I don't know. It's just uh, very, very, very um, irritating. And I'm I'm sorry she had to feel that type of pain while she's about to drop a really hot pot project. Yeah, yes, and I'm very proud of her because okay. I cannot I don't understand how she's doing it. Just keep on going. I just keep know going going. that when you like, obviously I haven't lost my mom, but like when I did lose a family member in my adult life, uh, I knew that I felt this unrest inside of me, and that helped me train for the Broad Street Run. So that's the beauty of her being. Like almost like being prepared for it and being the hard worker, she's. I'm sure she's channeling everything into this. Like the best thing for like she has so much inside of her and she's getting it out. Like I just love Megan Thee Stallion. I want to fight too. that nigga and this piss poor apology. Is what <laughs> it was me. so when people apologize and they sometimes say, but. you can and like you still trying to justify it. You're like you almost mad at the reaction that the internet is giving you. Know, you. I know y'all wanted a train wreck. It was a train wreck. Yeah, it's not what we wanted. It's what it is. Like oh my god. Okay, add him to my list of people I want to fight. 
<laughs> All right. So moving on into common senses. And this week, what we're talking about is something that like is so important as you get older. Like it really, really is. It's about not learning that you don't have to give everything your energy. You really, really don't. And I know that sounds corny, but let's talk about the importance of not giving everything your energy as far as moving past friends, moving past relationships, getting into a conflict, getting into something at work, getting into something in traffic. If you give your energy to every single conflict or unfortunate thing that comes about in your life, you are going to be so drained Mm -hmm. because I think because energy is invisible, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's not like cardio, but like, like emotional energy is so invisible. We think we have an unlimited amount of it. Like it's just this big endless pot and it really isn't. You need to understand that there is maybe you got like a cup Mm -hmm. of energy, emotional energy. And there's a lot where you got to sprinkle that cup of whatever of energy on. Like Mm -hmm. you got to give it to your family. You got to give to work. You might have to give it to your partner. You might have to give it to your children, your dogs. You got to be compassionate to people in the world that you don't know that you're fighting for because you're an advocate. Mm -hmm. So and you got to give some to yourself. Yep, that's really, really, really important. So now think about that. And all of a sudden, think about somebody on Twitter that's saying something dumb. You yeah. really gonna take that energy that you would have for your for your because you wanna take that energy from someone else and give it to them? Probably not. What you it, what you gonna end up doing is just overexerting yourself. Exactly. Or like say your job where it's like your survival job, and it's not you know it's not your career. It's just something that you doing just to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know something go wrong. It's just like you know try not to get too bent up out of shape about it and just like you know if somebody if you do something wrong just be like okay like you know my bad I'm yeah. not gonna do it again because exactly. I certainly don't want to make shit hard for people but I'm not gonna go kill myself think about exactly. it like it is what it is I'm sorry I it's, did it exactly and I I'm, didn't do it on purpose yeah and I'm definitely trying to practice that because like me um, I'm really trying to move past being an angry person because I know like growing up I was just like such an angry person that sometimes I like pop up where I just like get so angry and I'm like I don't like that and I just want to let go of like just being angry and like feeling like I got to fight all the time and feeling like I got to be like this is a battle so I just like instead and not feeling like oh you a bitch if you do this that, and the third and it's like no I'm not a bitch it's just that I don't want to. it's no use of going back and forth or addressing anything if like there's no like like you were saying if we're all going to feel the same after it's done it's just no point of that so I'm definitely like trying to take a more like you know back approach like you know I'm just not going to Yeah, like even in psychology, remember we learned that when two people have different opinions and most of the times when they get into a debate, they both walk away feeling, usually they both walk away feeling even like they were more right. So they more polarized than before. So that kind of really took me out and I realized if I am going to come at somebody it's not gonna be with anger it's gonna be with facts Mm -hmm. in order to get my facts straight I have to calm down Mm -hmm. so that I can say I'm really 
only saying this to you because I want you to know better. Mm -hmm. And maybe my words could help you, you know, be better. I really just shout and scream. Like, I don't have that. I don't have like this. I don't have the the need to just be yelling at people. I know we get like really excited on this show talking about the issues that we're passionate about. But that's because the show putting energy into this means something. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. I, I feel really great when I get to share my point. I feel like you know maybe I'm connecting with like our y'all. Feel like I'm um, getting it out things that I had. But I'm not gonna go talk to everybody about these things. As a matter of fact, people are like shocked when they find out I have a podcast because when they're talking to me, like I'm not giving them anything because I'm. A, I don't know why I don't need to talk to you. Like yeah. I don't need to. I don't need to share my opinion with you yeah. and hear your opinion that I disagree with. Mm-hmm. Because based on how on what you share with me, if it sounds really stupid, I'm not even going to talk to you anymore. Exactly. I'm going to feel a different, like a certain way about you, and I don't like because I'm somebody that like once I feel a certain way about somebody, it's like almost my mind is like set. Yeah. And I'm like the way I just feel like different towards the person. And I'm like. My mom, even if they're like, you know, they're a good person, quote unquote, but if they have a, like an ounce of like, let's say like bigotry and ignorance or ignorance, it's just like I'm going to feel a certain way and I'm going to feel like very like disconnected and I'm going to feel like, ooh, like, yeah. yeah, I feel like there's an elevator door to my heart. Right. And once you um, show me that you have any type of ignorance in you that you aren't true it don't have nothing to do with being creative or funny or really anything because you mm-hmm. you don't have to be any of that as long as you're a kind person if you're a kind-hearted person my heart is like the elevator door is open mm-hmm. but once i see that you kind of have some type of racism or something problematic with you i will let you in just enough for you to feel like we can get the tasks the task at hand done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. But, like, you're not getting past that door. You're not getting past that door if you show me that you're homophobic. You're not getting past that door if I see that you're transphobic or you're a hateful, nasty person. And if it don't matter who you are. If you're a woman and you eternalize your oppression and you really, really think that way, I'm not using my energy on you because I just don't have the time to teach you what, what, what like, how do I know this stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, because I made an effort, you know, to mm-hmm. learn it. Like, a lot of people, they have the resources to learn everything um, that that a lot of us know. They mm-hmm. just don't do it because that's not where they want to put their energy. They don't care. Mm-hmm. And even to that, like just moving through past friends because it's all connected. Back in the day, when you fell out with a friend, when you grew apart from a friend, it always had to be an Academy Award winning performance. Like you had to scream and yell or get going a three way and set each other. Like it always had to be a standoff. But now it's okay to grow away from people. That's not confrontational. Yeah, it's not. And I'm definitely, that's uh, that's another thing I'm trying to take into consideration. It's like everything does not have to be like confrontational, which is like very hard for me. But I'm like, everything doesn't have to be like, oof, a standoff. Because like even me, like personally, in the past when I fell out with friends and stuff, I don't like arguing with friends or yelling at friends or like my feelings yeah me too or I don't like being like the per like for instance with the whole James Charles and Tati thing like I would never do anything like that with somebody I consider a friend like publicly air like something out or argue with like a friend like publicly because I don't like that kind of stuff because I feel like it's very like corny because it's like you're gonna show off like in front of these people 
like you know you got my number you got this like i just don't like and also because it could have just ended on some tip where we don't hang out as much as we used to but i still have love for you yeah that's the best that's how most friendships end these days it's like we don't we aren't on the same page anymore you did something i didn't think was right but i don't have to publicly cut ties with you why does the public gotta know what i'm doing what i'm thinking why do i gotta show the public how i handle my kind i gotta tell them how much of a stand-up person i was to you and you ain't give it back like that's when that's pageantry and i can't stand pageantry when it comes to the relationships in your life whether it's with your family romantic friends whatever like that's the one thing in my life where i feel like it's very real Mm -hmm. like i feel like when i work with people sometimes i don't know how they truly feel about me the government is constantly lying to me <laughs> the internet is constantly lying we lying to each other but i feel like my family and my friends like like that's that's the one thing in my life that's not pageantry they know me for me so when they start to act brand new for other people that's really really heartbreaking to me yeah and i i just don't i don't want to do i don't want to take part in it like mm-hmm. recently i've been growing apart from a bunch of friends and a lot of people they like constantly talking about it like it's a good thing like I asked God to show me this and I start losing <laughs> friends like what? Yeah. why like I don't publicize I mean outside of right now I'm talking about it in a healthy conversation but like I don't want to be known as somebody who just like oh I'm cutting not, I'm not cutting them off they're not cutting me off we're growing apart yeah exactly ain't nobody cut like you're not the the gatekeeper of this <laughs> friendship like no we are growing apart exactly. this and it's not about me and you not fit in my lifestyle no more. That's very. I would never talk to somebody. But in my y'all life niggas like really think y'all Tony Montana. But, <laughs> and it's not. It's not like that. Everybody, everybody think they fucking Frank Lucas, the fucking yeah. American this gangster. Like, like you know, I cut them off. Yeah, they don't come back. So I had I was, the snakes, the grass. <laughs> Cut the grass, cut the snake. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, so I was talking to my guy, Larry Luke. <laughs> He's a true snake. He fell off, so I had him sleeping with the fishes. It's, it's like, like, all y'all bitches, like, live with your mom. So stop pretending like you're such a fucking boss in the streets. You're like, really not. You're not even a boss under your own roof. <laughs> <laughs> so just, come on, you don't have a roof. So it's just like, stop. Stop doing it. Um. Anyway. I just feel like uh, when you separate from a friend, it don't have to be the super big uh, climatic moment. Like, just don't yeah, get at your that. don't get at your energy. And like, even when somebody does something shady or says something shady to you, it's hard. I'm not gonna say it's easy all the time not checking people because sometimes you don't check people because it's for a show. Sometimes you be like, oh, let me tell you something, bitch. Like, like my like when I do snap, my mouth just start going. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. I consciously make a decision. Well, I'm gonna go off on this bitch. Like it's just something clicks in my head. But I've been trying not to do that because I walk away feel like my eye is like jumping Mm -hmm. and my temple is jumping like my nerves are just like shot up and set off and usually it's not that big of a deal so now like honestly I was at the mall and like I think I heard somebody like talking about me like I know that sounds weird but you gotta think like I'm super duper tall and sometimes when there's like big groups of boys and they see me and I'm tall like they naturally feel the need to be like oh she dunk on you or something like that like something very corny that I've heard before sometimes it's a sorry attempt to flirt sometimes it's just trying to be funny Mm -hmm. but like i don't give that my energy like i could usually be like who the fuck you talking to (laughs) like or like dunk this dick bitch like i can say anything but no i don't i'm like first of all 
<clears throat> a lot of you will never live above the poverty level. <laughs> like, y'all are going to live below the p- poverty level your entire life, and so are your children. So I'm like, I'm not going to give you any of my energy. As a matter of fact, people like me try to help you. So it's like the joke's really on you because I've had my yeah. r- own room my entire life. <laughs> it's like a lot of things it's that I had that you like don't this. get a chance to experience. And I'm like, that joke's always going to be on you. So I'll let you get this laugh because I got dinner <laughs> as a child. So it's like, you know, some of us get to laugh. Some of us get a stable home. And it's not, you know, that's just it. That's just, that's the trade-off sometimes. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not giving that my energy because life has already did you <laughs> really, True. really bad. Sometimes you just got to just look at people and be like, okay. Yeah. And you look at them and you're like, I'm sad. Like, just staring at you. I'm really sad because you're talking about me, but you have a double stroller right now and I'm quite sure you're going to like go have to fold it up and get on that really crowded bus so just stop <laughs> yeah and step on my toes oh yeah but I don't know I'm getting really problematic with how I'm talking about people <laughs> but that's what I'm, I'm being transparent that's how I think and it's like I'm not going to waste the energy yeah that's why I that's why another reason why I don't like to get into art because I like I'm like oh I'm going to like hit below the I'm like I don't want to do that anymore exactly I don't want to do especially with people that I like you know, we've like shared like, you know, something because I experienced mm-hmm. that from when I like, you know, was even though I don't regret it now. When I was uh, arguing with my ex, uh, I was like, who let me hit him where it hurts. And it was just like I was just really mean. That's my style. That's and my style. I of don't arguing. and I don't like it. Like, I yeah. don't like how I feel. And I think about the stuff. I said, I'm like, I feel crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not funny, but <laughs> I know you. I you really be saying crazy shit, but like uh, I really yeah. don't argue with my loved ones. We was talking about that earlier. Like yeah. when, like I argue with my mom sometimes, but it's really just out of like love. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? I said I was a one hat, but like I don't <laughs> anticipate to ever talk to anybody. Else. Like I grew up with her and my brother. It's like I yeah. definitely go back and forth with them, but outside of them, like when me and you are annoyed with each other. We it's actually like we talk slower and quieter than ever before. Yeah, because I don't ever want to. I wouldn't care, and I'm like, well, I wouldn't care either. Yeah, because I don't don't want that conflict. I don't, especially with somebody that I'm like close to who knows me more than anybody. I just feel like it's corny. And also, it's like okay, it's natural to get frustrated with each other. Like that's fucking human. Yeah. Like if you don't get frustrated, then you don't have emotions. You're so sociopath. Like you're Ted Bundy. So I feel Mm -hmm. like it's natural to get uh, frustrated. So there's always a way to to get move past that in one piece. It's always a way if you want it to be a way. Mm-hmm. You want to keep the peace with your partners. You want to keep the peace with your best friends. Harmony should be the goal. But um, like when I do argue with people and harmony is not the goal, like you said, I I don't I don't scream, don't yell, don't like. Sometimes I don't want to fight. I just say really terrible things. And that still eats away at your energy because you're feeding your subconscious negativity. Like, it's just, it's all full circle. For real. It's true. So, yeah, just like, who cares if people, like, if somebody is, rather on Twitter or not, does it matter if somebody thinks you're a bitch because you don't respond? No, it really don't. Because if you're preserving your energy, it's, it's forget the pageantry and doing it for other people, just... You know, do what makes you feel good. And if it means not saying nothing, being quiet, moving on, pressing the block button, that's good. In the grand scheme of things, that it won't matter. It really won't. This isn't middle school. Period. 
preserve. Oh, what's the new slogan? Treat your energy like currency. That's what I always say. If you want to spend, if you're not gonna spend your money on it, don't spend your time on it. I'm friends with the. Okay. At the end of the day, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, bye, sisters. Uh, <laughs> the show is coming to an end. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Black Girl, at BLK Girl Brunch, on Twitter at Black Girl Brunch. Follow me on Instagram at Imamate, and on Twitter at It's Mate. And yeah, you know, and real. me is Frank and Them on Instagram and Frankie from underscore on Twitter. No, I got it mixed up. No, no, no. I got it right. Yeah. Never smooth. <laughs> smooth operator. Because also, like, I don't look at my name. Like, somebody say, like, my Instagram or Twitter. I'm like, huh? Who the fuck is that? You like, hoo-ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Who made that noise? Johnny Bravo? Yeah. He said, hoo ha who. Yeah, but he did. He did like hoo ha ha, hoo ha ha. No, right? he didn't say. He said hoo ha hoo. Oh no, no, you think about shark bait, hoo ha ha from Nemo. No, you know what I'm thinking about? It's a, it's an old school song. <laughs> it's a hoo ha. Oh, everybody was kung fu. No, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's a rap song. I don't know why the I screamed. I'm sorry. We were just talking about the harmony. <laughs> I'm getting mad because it's like, it's like, it's like jump on it, hoo ha ha, hoo ha ha. Hooga, chaga, hooga. No. Fuck, <laughs> is this Moana? <laughs> no, I think what that song that the baby you were dancing to, Ali McBill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, keep, keep on doing it. Hoo ha ha. Hoo ha ha. It's a Friday night and the beat was jumping. And I'm done. And I'm done. And I'm I feel like everybody in the 80s is it. If y'all know the songs, let us know. Yeah, hit y'all us up probably on, don't. Hit us up at blackgirlbranchagmail.com if you know who said hoo-ha-ha. Not, <laughs> not on our Instagram, but on G. Hit us, up, G- hit us up on, on, on Hotmail, like on Messenger, MSN, whatever. <laughs> Yo, you a dickhead. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good week. Bye. Peace. <laughs>